From the News Talk ZB Newsroom, this is News Fix. Good morning, I'm Neva Reti Manu, and this is your morning News Fix for Monday, 11th of July. In this update, a challenging week ahead for the Pacific Islands Forum. Multiple media outlets are reporting Kiribati won't be attending this week's leaders' meeting and is pushing ahead with plans to withdraw from the forum. It follows a recent dispute between Micronesian states and other Pacific countries. Deputy political editor Jason Wall says it threatens to overshadow the first leaders' meeting in three years. Hosted in Fiji this year, all eyes will be on how prime ministers react to China's growing influence in the region. Although Jacinda Ardern said each nation has its own independent foreign policy, she's warned against the militarization of the region. More than a dozen people are facing charges for allegedly defrauding the government's COVID-19 wage subsidy. The scheme paid out nearly $14 billion to businesses that suffered a loss in revenue over a set threshold due to the pandemic. Now the Ministry of Social Development has charged 16 people, involving more than $680,000 worth of taxpayer money. It's also preparing criminal cases against another five people and has filed for recovery in two cases. Calls for New Zealand to widen access to the second COVID-19 booster. All those aged 50 or more and those immunocompromised are eligible, as long as six months has passed since your first booster. Meanwhile, Australia is expanding access to 7.4 million people, having already administered it to 60% of those 65 years and above. Auckland University immunologist Anna Brooks says here, immunity is waning for people who had their booster a while ago. There's plenty of people who need to protect their loved ones. You know, you might be a 30-year-old with an immunocompromised person at home and therefore it's safer if you yourself get boosted. Another lift in the official cash rate is expected on Wednesday. Experts are picking the Reserve Bank will hike it up by another 50 basis points, bringing it up to 2.5%. ASB economist Nathaniel Keel says inflationary pressures are exceedingly high, underpinned by severe capacity restraints and low unemployment rates. While there's been a lot of speculation mounting about a recession, the bank's number one priority really still is doing what it can to alleviate inflation and bring it back into line with its target range. Inflation is currently sitting at 6.9%. The Embassy of Japan in Wellington will open today for people to share their condolences after the assassination of former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. The 67-year-old was fatally shot in the back in the city of Nara while campaigning for parliamentary candidates on Friday. Japanese ambassador to New Zealand Koichi Ito is confident his country can prevail over the tragedy. We've received a number of expressions of uh, condolences by many New Zealand people. Uh, to this, I'd like to express my deep gratitude. People can visit the embassy on Willis Street between 10am and 5pm today and tomorrow to sign a book of condolence. In sport, Novak Djokovic has secured a seventh Wimbledon singles tennis title, beating Nick Kyrgios in four sets. A Michael Bracewell century has helped New Zealand complete a one-wicket victory, chasing 301 against Ireland in the opening one-day cricket international in Malahide. And Ferrari Charles Leclerc has survived a late throttle scare to triumph at the Austrian Grand Prix. Finally, victory for Olympic peer rowing champions Kerry Williams and Grace Prendergast at the World Cup in Lucerne. I'm Neva Redimanu, and that's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update at midday from the News Talk ZB newsroom. For more news, listen to News Talk ZB live on iHeartRadio.